I think like using Notion, Dropbox, Figma, whatever is a very quick way to get something out. Like if you're somebody that doesn't have any website right now, you know, by all means, go and, you know, just create a Notion or a Dropbox or whatever. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Femke. And my name is Charlie. Today we're going to talk about a new trend that we've seen happening with portfolio sites. This is something that I noticed when I was going through the recent round of hiring that we did for ConvertKit, hiring a marketing designer. And Femme, then just the other day, I saw you tweet about this exact same like phenomenon. And I was like, we need to talk about this. So I'm just going to be awkward and read out your tweet for Please a second. Please do. <laughs> so Femme tweeted... I've been seeing more and more design portfolio sites either as Figma prototypes or Notion docs. What do you think? Actually, she write, wrote WDYT. Yes, thank you for mark, being specific. I just like translate, <laughs> yeah. And it was a poll of asking if this was a cool and creative idea, if this was a bit unprofessional. And what I responded to it was like, I feel like there's another option we need to discuss here, fam. <laughs> it doesn't matter, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today is our thoughts on this because, yeah, you tweeted this poll, but I still don't know what you actually think about it. Um, <laughs> this is what we're going to cover, this new trend of not really having a portfolio website as such, but instead having a Figma prototype or yeah. a Notion doc. I've also seen a Dropbox doc Ooh. as a, a portfolio. First, though, quick catch up. How are you going, fam? I'm doing pretty good. I um, recently, like random personal news that might not be interesting to people, but I recently got Invisalign. And so I'm like super self-conscious of my speech at the moment. I don't know if I sound different. I feel like I sound different. It's like been a week and I'm still getting used to talking with like these things in my mouth. (laughs) So yeah, that was kind of exciting, but it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And like, finally I was like, okay, I've been thinking about this for so long. I'm just going to do it. Um, So yeah, it's been weird adjusting to that in my daily routine, but I'm really happy to be doing this while I'm working from home. Cause I think like having to like do this in the office and like take them out when I eat and things like that and clean them all the time would be like really awkward in the office. So I feel like now was the time. So yeah, that was a bit personal, but it's um, been really interesting to adjust to having that. Now that you said that, I'm like, I can't tell. Does she sound different or have I forgotten what she sounded like before? I don't know, but I think you sound great. So try not to worry about it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Otherwise, not much else to report. I'm taking two weeks off uh, for the holidays, which is great. Starting to plan some content for the new year, which is exciting. But yeah, otherwise, just really, really looking forward to a break and chilling out. And I have a few ideas of some side projects I might do over that time, but uh, otherwise, pretty much planning to just chill mostly. I love it. What about you? Um, no exciting teeth news to report on my end. <laughs> Uh, my oh my new personal news is I got an electric scooter. That's been fun. Oh yeah, I saw. Okay, tell me more about this. I don't know if there's much more to say. I, it's just a thing I've wanted for a long time, and I decided to buy it. Completely frivolous purchase. I have nowhere to commute to. No need for a scooter, but it's just fun. And so that's why I got it, and that's been good. Have you been going out on like daytime little scoots? So far, only one because it only just arrived. Um, very cool. Late last week. So just over the weekend. But yeah, I might use it to go to like the far away supermarket. Ooh. <laughs> Exciting things like that. Yep, that's my life at the moment. But in work news, actually, on a literally more exciting note we just launched a big new brand campaign that i've been working on for the past several months 
alongside an agency. Yeah, so that's been cool. I'm excited to start seeing people's reactions to it and yeah, seeing what people think. So that's my update really. And how, what's, what's been the response so far? Well, it only just literally, the video started going out yesterday, so I have no idea yet. <laughs> cool. By the time this episode goes out, I might know more. Where can we go to see it? Do we just go to convertkit.com? Go to the YouTube channel, go to convertkit, no, youtube.com slash convertkit, and you can see the brand ads there. And like, maybe you'll also see them like in your Instagram feeds or and things like that over the next month or so. Yeah. That's so exciting. Was that like kind of your first project as creative director? Yeah, this was a project that I really sort of started before I became creative director even, but it was like acting in creative director capacity, if that makes sense. So yes, I suppose is the answer there. Very cool. Yeah, it's always fun to launch and ship things after so much work. So congrats to you and the team. Thanks. Let's get into today's topic, these portfolio sites. So what did you think the first time you, you saw it? Or like maybe my first question to you should be, where have you been noticing this? Because like I said, I've been seeing it come through in applications. But um, yeah, where did you spot this? Yeah, so one of the mentoring options I have on SuperPair is a portfolio review. So I've actually been doing maybe like three of these on average a week or so. So, you know, over the past few months, I've been doing these sessions and people send me a link to their portfolio. I go check it out, write some notes, give them feedback, whatever. And yeah, I've been noticing more and more like Notion websites used as a portfolio or in some cases even like a full-on Figma prototype like it's like a web design that's just a prototype so it's not Mm. like built and yeah I don't know I guess I just started noticing it more and more that it kind of paused me to like stop and think like this is kind of creative like what do people think about this that you know people are moving towards these other kind of like non-traditional web design or like web platform tools to like create their own websites. Um, And so, yeah, that's why I put out the tweet because I was like, what do people think of this? Like, especially in a job scenario where you're maybe applying for a job, I wonder like what, what are people's reactions there when you land in a portfolio that's built in that way? So yeah, I was kind of curious. Should I share the results of the poll? I don't want to leave people hanging too long. Yeah, share the results, but also share what you think too. Like, what would you have voted in your own poll? (laughs) So I voted C results because I didn't want to bias the poll. (laughs) But I think for me, I think it's cool and creative if it's done well. I have seen a few done not well. And then I think that's where the experience can fall flat. Like if the Figma prototype doesn't work, that is not a great experience, for example. But the results of the poll around 40% said cool and creative, 11% said unprofessional and 49% said see results. So (laughs) I think those people had other opinions, but yeah, I am curious what you think about this, Charlie. I mean, you kind of alluded to that earlier, wanting another option of, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, Can you share a little bit more about your thoughts around that? Yeah. So this was sort of a question I had to ask myself, I guess, when I first came across like, you know, the first one in this pile of applications I was going through, because you do expect to click a link and see a website, like someone's personal (laughs) website. Maybe it's a Behance portfolio. Maybe it's like a Squarespace template or something like that. But like you expect to see a website. So the first one I clicked on and it opened up, I think it was a a Dropbox document was the first one. I had to ask myself, I was like, okay, what, what, what do I think about this? (laughs) Unexpected, right? You're so used to seeing these websites. (laughs) Exactly. What, what do I think about this here? And, um, as I read the content on it and like clicked through to the links that they'd left in there, like to go to, um, 
some various projects, I was like, okay, my opinion on this is it really doesn't matter because it's about the content. And that's where I think I still stand. I feel like for jobs that are web design jobs, then having a visual website designed portfolio is yet another chance to show your skills. Right. So, you know, you could possibly be missing out there that chance to to showcase that. Yeah. Because sometimes in our personal projects, um, like the design of your own site, you can showcase a different side of your design skills or like perhaps some different styles or I don't know, different things that you can do that perhaps aren't visible or you didn't get a chance to do in client work or, you know, the work that you have, the projects you have shown. But on the whole, it is the content that matters most in a portfolio. And so I don't think it matters if you present it as a doc instead of as a functioning website. Yeah. And I mean, a Figma prototype could hit the the design side of things that I'm talking about without the need to then code it, which I know right. isn't a skill that every designer possesses or needs to possess. See other episodes that we've done about designers having <laughs> to code. So that could be a good way around that to get a cool creative design without having to figure out how to build it. But it is interesting that we've gone this way of of docs in particular I think, for, for design portfolios. Yeah, it's like docs becoming the next design tool. Like that might sound crazy, but I, I actually believe that that's happening. Um, I think like using Notion, Dropbox, Figma, whatever is a very quick way to get something out. Like if you're somebody that doesn't have any website right now and like it's something that's been on your to-do list for a long time or whatever and like the burden of like setting up a Squarespace or le- learning Webflow is a lot, um, you know, by all means, go and, you know, just create a Notion or a Dropbox or whatever. I've seen people do that where, like, they've kind of admitted to me, like, in, in some of these portfolio reviews I've done, like, oh, yeah, I just haven't had the time to set up a whole fancy Webflow or, like, mm. I'm not interested in that. I just want to, you know, get my work out there as quick and efficiently as possible and focus on the content, like you said. So, yeah, I totally think that that's a fine approach. And I've spoken to some recruiters, I mean, not in depth, but, like, the recruiters that I've spoken to about this, you know, they're not designers, so they don't care. Like, like you said, it's more about the content. They just want to see you can do the work uh, and that you present that well. Uh, and so regardless of how that's kind of presented and what tool you use, as long as that's coming across, then that's the main thing, I think. I could imagine a doc as a portfolio being especially popular for your line of work or you know UX designers where yeah. you perhaps haven't been the one in charge of the visuals in the projects that you work on right and so you know you want to focus on sharing the research and in the process and you know doing that in doc form could could make that very quick and easy efficient way to to get a site up I actually noticed in response to your tweet like most of the people who said that they are using a notion portfolio they pretty much all said like oh i didn't have time to make a you know a proper website and so i just did this and i got the job you know yeah which shows us that it doesn't really matter it is about the content that's there i think that i would recommend if you're going to do this to ensure that you're still thinking about design though like applying design thinking to the layout of your doc oh yes like let's get some hierarchy in there with some headings let's get some links for some navigation quote unquote throughout the doc so that people can find the relevant work quickly like um just because you're using a doc doesn't mean you shouldn't think about that sort of side of things totally and i think this gets quite challenging if you're using like a figma prototype Mm -hmm. Uh, i've seen a few portfolios where like they have a 
website and then when you click on portfolio it takes you to this embedded figma uh, and then you're kind of like out of the website experience and like going back doesn't take you back to where you expected to go and like you kind of lose the homepage navigation because you're like in this embedded figma view so like it can get a little confusing and messy and I would just be really cautious of that especially if you're going for like some sort of UX like product design role where that stuff is quite important and always carefully considered so just be sure I I mean I I think Figma the Figma route is actually in a way the most risky I think like Notion Dropbox pretty easy to manage and maintain they're like documentation tools the Figma one can you know be a little bit more difficult to navigate as a user you've got like the hotspots of the prototype and like sometimes they don't work or like I'm clicking and those hotspots are flashing like I like I understand why people do it to like get something out there do it quickly and it's a very visual way right to do it but I I would almost actually recommend just going the notion route if you if you're struggling to kind of get something out there and need something quickly I also noted that someone in the in the replies as well said that as a recruiter they tried to open a figma portfolio once and there was a login required and they didn't have one and so you know that's the thing to consider as well make loading times yeah that it's accessible to um whoever's going to need to see it it seems like there's a few people saying as well that the benefit of doing a doc for your portfolio is you can you it's easier to keep the content updated for one which we all know that we as designers have a problem with keeping our portfolios (laughs) up to date but that also it doesn't like date itself as quickly is what people have said. Interesting. I don't know if I think that's a reason. Like I think that like you can design a good quality website that is going to like look fine for several years. But what I think people might mean by this is they don't get sick of the design and they don't feel that like designer need we have to just constantly redesign our portfolio so much so that we are constantly doing that and never actually getting the finished one up there. I think that's perhaps more of a benefit to using Notion rather than the like dated design approach just because it gives you one less excuse, right? Like there's no design. So what are you freaking waiting for? Just get the content together and get it out there. No, totally. I think there's this like unspoken rule that like designers have to redesign their portfolio every year or something stupid. (laughs) It's really a pressure we like put on ourselves, I think. Uh, So yeah, I can totally understand how if you just go the doc format, that pressure or weight is kind of lifted in a way and you can easily scale and flex it over time. Yeah, I think your comment earlier around like your website being like a visual opportunity to show your skills is really interesting. I think it's not something I consider much when it comes to UX or product roles, but I can definitely see that being more important if you're maybe like a branding designer or marketing or even even web like visual UI design. Um, I don't think like not having a full-on visual website would hinder your chances in any way but like you said I do think it gives you more of an opportunity to flex that muscle show that skill display that strength which might make you stand out a bit more I don't know yeah I think so too in in the start when I was asking like for your thoughts on this you said that you've seen docs done poorly and docs done well can you give us an example like we don't have to speak specifics of what are some of the things you'd avoid in using a Notion or a Dropbox doc as a portfolio? What are some mistakes you've seen people make? Um, I think like kind of what you alluded to earlier, just like not much consideration for navigation or like information hierarchy, text hierarchy, like making sure you've got some basic like 
textiles kind of figured out and I think making sure your imagery is still good uh, or having imagery at all. I've seen some without and some with. I mean, when it comes to displaying design work, I personally think it's useful to have imagery. Um, so just make sure that you're considering that and how that's displayed and what the experience of that is. I mean, in general, I don't think it's too hard to mess it up. Like if you're kind of constrained to a documentation tool, like it's going to be mostly focused on the content. And so I think as long as you kind of follow the the architecture that like Notion or Dropbox gives you, I think you should be okay. Um, one other thing I would warn about is a lot of like blank or white space. I've been on some where like I have to scroll a lot to finally find your work or like huge, huge header images or something that pushes all of the other content down. Uh, so just consider that like landing experience too and what's that what that's like for the viewer. Yeah, it's almost like you need to treat it like you would a website, but just with a very, you know, much more constrained set of right. styling options that you can actually use. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say a hot take right now okay. in that I would, at, like as a recruiter, as a not a recruiter, but as a hiring manager, I would prefer to receive a Dropbox or Notion document as a portfolio rather than a PDF. Okay. Yeah, because that is a thing that people still do a lot, is will send a PDF of their work. And I think that the like viewing experience is better in a doc than it is in a PDF. Because with a PDF, you kind of have to like download it to your computer, or yeah. if they've sent a link where it can be viewed online, it's like PDFs take ages to load because it's a big file size, you know, and it's less responsive the text size and stuff in it so you have to sort of like change your browser width to see it properly and then like you know you end up with your downloads folder full of random pdfs from from applicants <laughs> after the whole thing is said and done so i would i don't know that's just just my personal opinion and like you know it's not something that i would ever judge on one way or the other but i do think that i would advise anyone who's wanting like okay i i don't want to make a website but i need to submit a portfolio Personally, mm. I would prefer to see a doc link submitted with, you know, images embedded or, or linked out to or whatever, rather than a PDF uploaded. What do you think? Yeah, I think I agree. I want to actually, your point about responsiveness reminded me that the Figma versions are not responsive. Um, and so that doesn't scale super well. Um, yeah, the PDFs that I sometimes receive... I open them. I don't really look at them. Like it, it seems like they're more of like a portfolio presentation, like something that needs the added voiceover. Uh, interesting. Like it's, yep. it's hard to get. It's, I don't know if that's the same for like web or marketing design roles, but for UX, it's often like they'll send a PDF. It's like a presentation, all of their work, but it's like usually just very visual and doesn't really tell the story because it's meant to be accompanied by a presentation, like a delivery of a presentation. Uh, so I don't find them super useful uh, so I think I would agree I'd rather be taken to somewhere that has your work and I can click around very easily navigate that's the other thing with a pdf it's like yes. next 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 with the arrow keys and it's like I get lost really easily and like where does one project end the next one start uh, so yeah I think the navigation that like a website affords is very nice to have as a hiring manager yeah and I, I don't know there's just something about a pdf for a you know, a digital design role, whether it's in web marketing design or in product design, that feels a little bit like, okay, this is quite old school and maybe you're 
trained as a graphic designer and you're, I don't know, making a career switch or something, but it sort of feels like it's not of the language of digital visual communication design. Yeah. So maybe that's why I sort of feel a little bit of an aversion to it. It feels like a, a bit of a antiquated way to do a portfolio yeah. now, I think. Um, I hope that doesn't offend anyone listening, but maybe it's time to update your portfolio if you're using a PDF. Yeah, I think there is still a time and place for those PDFs, like especially in the UX scene, like for those portfolio presentations that's often required as part of the interview process. And I think what is nice is uh, the portfolio presentations I've attended, the candidate goes through the work and that PDF, whatever, and then they, they'll email it out to me afterwards, which is really nice because I can go back if I miss something or maybe they didn't get to a project. Like I can then go and look at it in my own time. I think that's okay personally, but that's like once you're in the interview process, I think like in this episode, we're kind of talking more about the, the website, the first upfront impression, like putting out, you know, your resume, things like that, trying to get a job. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely feel like the website in that case is a lot more valuable than being sent a PDF. Yeah. And in, in that case that you, t- you talked about the problem where you said the PDF, you kind of need the person walking through it. That's been solved because you've heard the person walk through it. So now when you look at the PDF, right. you like, yeah, you have that context and that reference point. I know the story. Yeah. Um, that's one last point actually to touch on though, is the discoverability of a site that is a Notion or a Dropbox doc, unless you attach it to a URL, which I I believe you can do with Notion. I don't know about Dropbox. Yeah. Those would, I would say, would mostly be useful for applying for a job, for like you putting your name forward for a position. I think that if you want to be a freelancer and if you want to be attracting clients or you want to be out there attracting recruiters even, then a website, like a fully visual designed website, even if you're using a template, is probably going to be the better, better option there. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think a client would maybe, I don't know, be confused if they landed on a document style. I don't think a client would hire a web designer if they saw a Notion doc as their portfolio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I agree. I think that's a bit of a different space there. And like your website then is like not just your portfolio. It's also like your business. Like it's like your sales page and like all of that. I guess it's another point. Like I have seen designers scale their websites to like include, you know, e-commerce things or like a newsletter sign up things like that like that can get a little bit difficult with notion and dropbox um but again if you're just applying for jobs and you're just purely using it to house your portfolio then i don't think you would run into those kind of issues there do you know what another benefit i just thought of i don't think i noticed this in any of the applications that came in to me but a benefit of doing a notion or or dropbox stock for your portfolio in the submission is that how easy is that to customize it to the role right? Like this is something we always advise you to do. But of course, if you're applying for multiple jobs at the same time, you're not going to create like a million versions of your website to send a different website to every person. But you could duplicate a doc and like rearrange the projects into an order that makes the most sense for this company and like speak to that role specifically in the intro. That's true. In a much easier way, much easier to customize than a website would be. Yeah, that is definitely true. I can't say I've seen that or maybe I just haven't noticed it I'm sure people are doing that like tailoring like duplicating their file or whatever and tailoring it specifically for like uber for example when they're applying here Um, maybe I haven't noticed it but it is a smart thing to do definitely yeah cool 
was there any other advice that you know you've been given giving to your mentor mentees right is the word for them yeah <laughs> um, mentees i think in these sessions <laughs> with with a doc or a prototype portfolio um i think just making sure the navigation's good um i feel like i've said that a few times now and it might sound super obvious but it's maybe it's surprising to you to when you start creating these like get lost a bit in in how the navigation works and just consider the experience of someone that's landing for the first time maybe i've never used notion before like i don't know um you kind of have to create your own little like navigation there so make sure you're really considering that if you're going the figma version just check that all of your hotspots are good and you know just consider the fact that it's not responsive uh that's just a limitation of that yeah i think that's kind of my main pieces of advice the rest of it like we focus a lot in those sessions on the content and like the case studies and like doesn't matter what platform it's on that's more about the content so yeah that would be my main takeaways i think yeah and i think that sort of sums up this whole thing is that it, use whatever the heck you want for your portfolio <laughs> right. as long as you're communicating the right content yeah i don't think that um you know notion especially is very cool and trendy at the moment i don't think that you're gonna get extra points for using Notion just right. because it's a cool new tool in the space or whatever. But uh, it's certainly not gonna hurt um, because it is the content that matters mm-hmm. the most. I would love to hear what our listeners think about this. Maybe we should rerun another poll from our Design Life Twitter account. Oh yeah, and with a few more options and see what people think. So head on over to twitter.com. I don't know why I said twitter.com. <laughs> Are you sure it's not twitter.net? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slash design life fm and uh, vote in our poll tell us what you think have you seen these doc portfolios done well would you advise against them share your thoughts maybe you go on your own you want to share and give people a link to us an example i don't know that'd be cool to see (laughs) yeah would love to see some more examples actually i've never seen a dropbox one so i'm curious to see what that looks like yeah cool all right well charlie where can people go to hear more of our awesome episodes you can head to www.designlife.fm is where you can find all episodes of this show, like 207 or eight of them now. Crazy, it's crazy. A lot of episodes and we're still finding new things to talk about because the design industry keeps changing and people keep doing new stuff. Yeah. So that's awesome. And if you ever want to request a topic to be discussed in a future episode, there is a form on our site that you can contact us through or just tweet us as well at designlife.fm. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Totally. All right. And if you want more design life, like you've listened to the episode and you're like, I need more. I want to have conversations with people about these topics. Then you can join our Patreon uh, there. You'll get access to our Slack community. Just go to patreon.com slash design life. And it's only a few bucks a month, I think. And you'll be supporting the show uh, and supporting us getting editing help editing these episodes. So we'd love your support there. And paying for that domain. A .fm domain is expensive. Paying for that domain. <laughs> yes. All right, fam. Let's talk to you next time. All right. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.